It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Like in some more in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I change the game, so what's my motherfucking name? What they gonna get though? Desecration, defamation. If you wanna bring it to the masses, face to face, now we escalating. When I have to but boost the asses, mean on ya, like a dream. When I'm rumbling, you're gonna scream, mama. So bring drama to the king, brahma. Watch with extreme mana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reprise Off, a podcast where we can eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I'm Ashley, or am I? I'm joined by Molly, or is she? No, it's me. It's me. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, we got Luke with us. It would have been a really straightforward bit for you to introduce yourselves as each other. Could, um, could have done like an ep-long bit about how you've taken your faces off. That is true, but I don't think it comes through on an audio Well, but format. they changed their voices, too. Yeah, I don't think that comes through as well. I think if you just said, I'm Ashley, then that, that establishes the bit. Yeah, but we already did this for the body swap episode of Holy Spies, and like, that, was it that funny at the time? That was 7,000 years ago. That doesn't count. that long ago. <laughs> anyway, well, see, I'm too tired to me do any choking fucking Molly bits. just going, <laughs> die! Molly, 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 you gotta do the bits. I'm sick. I'm a sick little <laughs> lamb. You gotta do the bits in my place. Uh, okay, well, here's my bit. Luke, what did the fuck you do this week? <laughs> I got sick with SARS-CoV-2, a.k.a. the COVID-19 novel coronavirus. Yeah, I did hear that. It's not Just fun. recently confirmed. No, it's not good. I'm coughing. My throat hurts. I'm sleepy. I'm so sleepy. Yeah. Um, I asked you if you really wanted to do this podcast, and you said yes. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to use this podcast to discuss my maladies. Yeah, that's that's fair. You can, yeah, this that three hour that three year gap for your agonies. I I get it. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> my various agonies. Your very your various agonies. Yeah. Um. um do you do anything it? fun? Uh, did I do anything fun? Me and Chelsea have been watching a lot of fucking Dragon Ball <laughs> in the past like month. Pretty we good have, way uh, to live. We've gotten through Dragon Ball. We are like well into Z now. Oh, I guess I guess it's been two weeks since we recorded. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So we've we've yeah. been trucking because uh, especially once the Saiyans landed on Earth, Chelsea could not wait to see the next action-packed episode of Dragon Ball Z. That's fucking right, dude. So they are now in space en route to planet Namek. That's fucking right, dude. Yeah, it is God a goddamn right. They are. <laughs> Well, they have to use the Namekian Dragon Balls to wish back Piccolo and Kami to bring back the Earth Dragon Balls. Yeah, because the Earth Dragon Balls are gone. Yeah, but Goku made them let Vegeta go because he's a <laughs> dumb fucking idiot. Yeah, because he's a big dumb idiot. Everyone blames Goku for that one, and I get why. I'm just saying, Krillin was standing there with the sword. He didn't have to do what Goku wanted. That's true. He didn't have to do shit. That was Krillin's choice to make. Uh, uh, apparently, you live by the sword, and also you live by the sword. Yeah. That's one of those ones where it's really funny to see how they changed it for the American dub, where, like, in the Japanese, Goku's like, Krillin, that was fucking sick as hell. Don't kill him. I want to punch him again someday. Come on, man. Do me a solid. Come on. Come on. Come on. Krillin's like, all right, fine. And then in the dub, it's like, Krillin, I know he's done a lot of horrible things, but there might be a good heart under there. We have to give him a chance, just like we did with Piccolo. <laughs> like they try to make Goku a, like a better good guy in the dub, and it's very yeah. funny to me. Oh man, he just loves fighting. Yeah, he simply loves to punch. 
Yeah, I guess it was uh, a time when we wanted to install morals. Right, uh-huh. Uh, look where that fucking got us. Yeah, uh-huh. Now everybody's like, oh, no, he's not so bad after all the homophobia. You know, he d- what if he's got a really nice heart under there? Right, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Vegeta's notes app apology. Yeah, Vegeta's <laughs> notes app apology. Listen. It, it just says, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> Listen, we all had a, a servant to freeze a phase in our teens. Listen, I'm not going to talk about what happened. <laughs> See, I was—I almost thought about bringing that up, but I was like, "Well, if Chelsea listens to this, I don't want to spoil Chelsea on." Yeah, I was gonna say, bleep Dragon that out. Ball it's Z. a weird feeling that, like, for the oh, first okay. time in my life, I have to be conscientious of Dragon Ball spoilers because she knows like really broad strokes, but like n- surprisingly little. Uh, like, she knows Frieza and Cell and Boo are guys, and I don't think she really that knows anything so about true. any of them. They are they guys. They are capital G guys. Yeah, Some of them more yeah. than others. And, you know, it is also a thing where, like, she'll see something like, oh, okay, I did know about that. I just didn't, like, know that I knew that, because without context, it didn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, that's honestly the most exciting part about this, is getting to watch that show through fresh eyes. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Because even though I was, like, a kid, when it was first coming out here, it was a lot of, like, you're on message boards hearing about, like, what's happened in the Japanese, because it's, like, long over over there. And, like, someone has, like, some fucking VHS tapes they got at an anime con with the, like, badly subtitled episodes of shit from way in the future. And some death threat against some other anime dude in the... Right. <laughs> like, translation notes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I remember talking to some kids who had that experience when I was, like, I don't know, 10 or 11, and they were, like, just about to start airing, like, new episodes for the first time in years. Like, they, you know, where it cut off, like, partway through the Frieza stuff? Uh, and, like, yeah. Goku had not become a Super Saiyan yet, and uh, they were explaining to me, like, no, 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 it's so cool. Like, Goku, like, transforms and fights, and, like, no, no, I know. Yeah, I've seen him transform into, like, the, the giant monkey. They're like, no, no, dude, it's so much cooler. You don't even know. I'm like, what? What are you <laughs> saying right now? <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, uh, but, yeah, that's I'm having a lot of fun reliving Dragon Ball. Uh, well, that's delightful. I'm happy for you. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, okay, great. Uh, Ashley, what have you done the last couple weeks? I have uh, watched movies. Yeah. Uh, I watched, uh, I, I finished up the latest season of Mystery Science Theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one where they had uh, three hosts in total. Uh, and I think it was actually a really great season. I think it uh, did a lot of uh, smart things. I think they incorporated all the, the new hosts well and bringing back old hosts well. Uh, I think the movie selection was pretty good. Uh it's always extremely weird to me to see, like, post-2000s movies on that show. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. yeah. Like, uh, one of the recent ones was The Christmas Dragon, which uh, was made in 2014. Oh, weird. Uh, and it's like, what if Lord of the Rings, but Christmas? Did they have stuff from, like, the 80s on the original show? Yeah, but I, that just doesn't seem as weird. To, no, sure, to me. totally. I just didn't know. I, I, in my mind, that show always drew on like way older stuff. Like I think the the most recent it ever had was in the two thousands. They did a nineties. Okay. 
And part of that is just, like, the nature of, like, a lot of those movies that they're pulling for for the 80s is from, like, the VHS boom. Sure, that makes sense. So there was, like, a lot of, like, really easily licensable crap. Right. And for, like, the 60s and 70s, it's, like, we just bought, like, a the rights to use, like, 50 of these movies because for, like, a TV station. Right, right. And there's no law saying we can't make fun of them on top of it. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But, like, yeah, like, specifically the movies with, like, CGI is, like, weird to me. Sure, yeah. But I still enjoy them. Uh, I watched uh, the Wes Anderson movie The French Dispatch and really loved it. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. Uh... I watched the French movie Fantastic Planet and did not like it as much. <laughs> that planet was not so fantastic, do you? Yeah, I... Okay. Mediocre I did, planet. Mediocre. Mid-planet. Mid-planet. Uh, <clears throat> I could... You know, planet where you could see a lot of inspiration on other artists, but maybe not as... <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I rounded out my year of films with uh, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, which is totally fine. It's a weird movie where it is both pro-cop and pro-sex worker. Okay. Yeah. Watched John Benomic, which was bad. Uh-huh. Uh, that dolphin, watched, though. That dolphin, though. That I'd forgotten yeah, about the there, dolphin. There is the dolphin hacker. Yeah, because I've, I, I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. I've yeah. kind of already stopped playing it. <laughs> uh-huh. Did that start uh, and stop between episodes? I think it might have. That's it really might funny. Have, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I played it for a lot. I don't have a lot to do. That's fair. No, I, I, I just think it's funny that it fell right between those periods of time. Yeah, the 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 lost weeks. Uh, by yeah, watch John Manomic, which uh, has almost the exact same plot of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Great. Where there's a chip in your head, and it's gonna kill you. Uh huh. Uh, and then also I watched the movie Wings, uh, which was a 1927 movie, first movie to ever win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Oh, all right. It's pretty cool. You have a lot to of, now evaluate the rest of that pool of films to really decide d- whether or not they got it right. Yeah. I don't, though. <laughs> you got to do the fucking... No, you, you got to get in there with, like, the crazy fucking blank check David Sims thing where you got to go through every year and make your own choices for the nominees of every Academy Award. Well, you see, he's a crazy person in a different way than I'm a crazy person. Yeah, but uh, as as a fellow person that has ranked things on a spreadsheet, I can I can respect it. <laughs> no, listen, I respect him. I have a huge letterbox account. I understand right. it. Uh, but no, I'm good. Uh, you also peeled that I'd... glass onion, didn't you? Oh yeah, I peeled the glass onion. Yeah. Uh, Great, and that's all. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I had a fun time with it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it as much as the original Knives Out, but I had a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much where I landed with it. That movie is, like, objectively not that good. Uh, I think it's but all right. I had such a fun time watching it that I don't care. I, I was delighted. Yeah, I mean, and yes. what, what else is the cinema there for if not to delight you? Yes. Uh... On that, I've played a lot of Hades. Like I got, you know, we people are getting back into Hades because the, the new announcement. Yeah, uh, and I'm doing really well. 
Oh yes, I also watched wrestling. I went to a wrestling. You show. You went to a wrestling yeah. show literally yesterday. <laughs> yeah. If my if my throat's weird, uh, it's because of that. Uh, we all got weird throats this episode. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, I went with uh, Maz, who's done uh, fan art for our podcast before. Oh yeah, yeah. A famed uh, artist of travels of travels boy. Yes. Yeah. And also, uh, like, but, several really good webcomics. Yeah, yeah like, actually, actually, travel, like mostly fan, Travels right? Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really great person, really great artist, and, no, yeah, we had a fun time. Uh, we saw this, like, it was the first show that they'd ever done in Seattle, and people were just fucking losing, like, just loud. Yeah. Uh, the entire time, so much so that like the CEO came out like three different times to say how loud we were. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. He's a weird dude. He every time yeah. he came out, it sound it looked like someone who had been called to the front of the class to give a report and wasn't ready for it. Yeah, he does kind of look like that, huh? Yeah, but I saw I saw Brian Danielson wrestle, which is extremely fun. Nice, it is. Uh, I love when I get to do that. Yeah, and then I also saw uh, Claudio Castagnoli, a.k.a. Cesaro, wrestle. Did that dude strong? The big man. I love him so much. He is so attractive. Yeah, as I was, we were driving home, I'm like, Molly's going to be so jealous that I saw Claudio, because she loves that dude I in love that dude. many ways. <laughs> cool dude. I Look, I've just kind of given up my wrestling watching ways. I know, but cool dude. Cool dude. Uh, also, I like have to work on Wednesdays, so. And also, there's just like so, like, there's already so much of it going on, <laughs> uh, that it's hard to like tell which one's good and which one's bad. Oh, in terms of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not sorting through all that shit. Yeah. Uh, the the thing I got most excited for is there was a lot of uh, local independent guys that I'd seen a bunch of wrestle. Uh, you know, like be th- be the jobbers for that uh, show, which are just means that they lose. But uh, they all got big cheers, and I got to be the asshole who's like people would be like, "Who's that guy?" And I'd be like, "Well, you see, that's <laughs> Cody Chun. He was the Defy Tag Team Champions." <laughs> I'm glad you got to do that. I, I always feel like I want to tell people because like if they're asking, I'm like, I want to I want to share my knowledge. Sure. <laughs> but also, I always feel like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, especially because the one time I asked something and then someone responded to me, uh, they then proceeded to start mansplaining women's wrestling to me. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Not good. No. Anyway. Uh, Molly, how have you been doing? Uh, fine. Gaming. Played played Dwarf Fortress some. Um, that game's scary, man. Yeah. It's big. But it's also so small. I, I've uh, kind of gotten scared off of Dwarf Fortress, but it is kind of making me want to try Caves of Code again. Yeah, that's probably a good, like, um, middle ground. Yeah. People love that Caves of Code. Yeah, I mean, I really liked what I've played of it. I just need to get into it more. I've, I've never, I have never played it myself. It is a very the, the biggest knock I have on that game at least right now, and maybe if I go back and like learn a little better, this goes away. Is that like 
uh, the the beginning of that game is fucking brutal. Like, sure, I I had so many false starts before I like completed a quest and got any XP to start building a character with. You know, damn, yeah. He's like, oh hey, go to this cave and collect me five rocks. You know, like an RPG. Yeah. But then you run into a gorilla on the way. Well, that's fucked and, up. And uh, it just throws rocks at your head until you die. You should well, catch, yeah, the catch them and then yeah. take them back. back. Sometimes you can do that, but then that's on a cooldown. Oh, yeah. The best. Well, bummer. Uh, I'm, I'm hijacking your bit, Molly. I'm sorry. But the best thing about Caves of Code that I liked was uh, one of the like detriments you could pick was Evil Parallel Universe Twin. Which was just every time you load a new screen, there was a small chance that a copy of you from another dimension would also spawn on that screen and try to kill you. That slaps. Yeah, it's a cool fucking game. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, see, so yeah, I played some Dwarf's Fortress. I am playing Ender Lilies because it is the abnormal mapping game this month. Oh yeah, how's that treating you? It's fine. Oh, okay. It's just that. Metroidvanias have been ruined for me. Uh-huh. Um, because none of them are Hollow Knight. Sure. Uh, and it's it's tough to be Hollow Knight. Yeah. Um but also like it's it's totally fine. I'm I'm like underselling it. Um it's fun. I think uh the part I'm at is kind of weird. I'm not super far in, I don't think, or I'm like one third of the way done with the game, which is a scarier thought, but sure. Um yeah, the, the numbers in it are weird. I don't quite understand uh, some of the decisions about combat. Mostly it's just fine. Um, and, like, I'm having a decent enough time with it. That, so I will probably finish the game, but I don't think I'm going to, like, go back and look for stuff. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's all a game has to be, I guess. Um, also playing Hades. Um, the more I started... I started a fresh file um, recently. I can't remember. I might have brought it up last time. It's been... Long enough. Um, I started a fresh file. I think Supergiant might be bad at writing. <laughs> Just when I think about, like, and I like, I listen, I like Supergiant. Right. Uh, and I uh, enjoy two of their games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, half of their output. Uh, that's not true. I like Transistor just fine. Yeah. But, um, when I, like, think about it, when I really think back, I'm like, yeah, they're not, like, really good at that, are they? No, I mean, uh, you know, I, I would not call them the best writers in the biz. Especially if I think about Pyre, uh, which is horrid. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we recorded the Fallout journal updated for the New Vegas DLC, so that's up now. Um, I think it's good. And also, uh, I watched I watched some films as well. Uh, since since we did the last one, I watched. Uh, hang on, when was the last time we recorded? So we would have recorded our last episode, like the twenty first of December, something like that. Something like that. Um, before Christmas. So since then, uh, I watched the rest of the Born trilogy. Okay. Um, those movies are still fucking good. He's he's that's Jesus Christ. That's Jason Bourne. Did you watch the fourth entry in the Borden trilogy? Uh, no, I would not. Uh, it would take a lot of money to willfully put you Jeremy Renner again. on my TV. That's fair. Yeah. I, I avoid the man because I hate him. Yeah. Um, I watched I watched Face Off, naturally, of course. Right, of course. Um, we watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Well, I watched Jujutsu Kaisen Zero for 
Yeah, we, um, we all watched it for that we, <laughs> we all watched it to completion. Uh-huh. Um, and did a podcast about yeah. it, so yeah. that's that's there. I watched Glass Onion. I watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Hey, The now. motherfucking cinema. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking movie. We gotta drag James Cameron kicking and screaming out of the ocean and back into a tank He's of liquid go metal. Back, bro. <laughs> yeah. We gotta take him back to the the eighties and nineties because that's when he was doing shit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he thought up blue people, and it's all just been downhill since then. Yep. Uh, but apparently, he's also an asshole anyway. So whatever. Fuck. I him. mean, yeah. Um. He I, he's a he's a famous director. At some point, I think that all right, of them are going true. to be assholes. Um, I also watched Sucker Punch. Uh, I liked it. it okay. I had a fun time. That's. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I know you two hate that yeah. movie. It's fine. I've never seen it. I don't have an opinion. Oh, okay. I just uh, know Ashley hates, hates that, that movie, movie, so there's no need to talk about it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Crystal, known friend of the show, known sucker punch, and Zack Snyder, frankly, enjoy. Yeah, known Snyderhead. Big Snyderhead. Um, but we watched the extended cut. Apparently, it added some. The scenes she told me it added. I was like, Jesus Christ! They released this movie without those scenes. Mm. Uh, so there's that at least, I guess. So, um, yeah, had a had a good time, and uh, also I watched Face Off. Let's talk about Face Off, the, Face the fucking off. movies. Face Off. We open up on a carousel. We sure do. That's right. And yeah, so this is yeah, it's John Woo, John Travolta, Nick Cage. Yes, all at. Like among their highest power, <laughs> sure. Yes, this is this is the beginning of the decline of John Travolta. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. When did this come out? Ninety seven. Okay. So this is like end of the second era of John Travolta. Yes. Yes. Because he disappeared for a while. Yeah. Th- this is the end of the Pulp Fiction era. Right. Right. We're like he's like. Objectively a handsome guy, I guess, but, like, too handsome in a way that's kind of creepy. The thing about John Travolta is that my mom is deeply in love with that man. Uh-huh. Um, which, I guess, sure, you can... Listen, I understand why. My mom loves the movie Grease. I get sure. it. Sure. I understand what happened here. I see all the pieces. Right. Um, but I still don't understand. He said the cream, and she said, damn right. Yeah. Um, don't say that about my mom ever again. <laughs> I'll <kill> you. <laughs> I didn't. John Travolta did. He did say that. Um, yeah, but, uh, so I, I've seen Grease a lot, and I like John Travolta just fine, but every time I think about that, I'm like, really? That's your guy? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your man? I don't know. He always gives me a weird vibe when I see him. Uh, it's because it's he had his face taken off, Luke. Well, that would do it, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd ruin anybody. Uh, uh, but enough about that. Nicholas Cage has a fucking mustache in this credit sequence. <laughs> he sure does. God, I wish he had this for the whole movie. <laughs> um. Oh, are, did you see the trailer for that uh, Renfro movie? Renfield. Renfield. Sorry. Oh no, I haven't. I I was watching it. I forgot that he that Nicholas Cage is in that movie. Right, and he's playing got, Dracula, right? He's yeah, playing Dracula. I got so excited when he showed up. <laughs> I, I got so excited when I saw it was him. At last, the promise, you know, made in Vampire's sick kiss is uh, going yes. to fruition. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we can talk about the movie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Nicolas Cage with his mustache. 
and his soda that he's slurping. <laughs> he's got, yeah, like the first shot we see of him is him slurping through a straw. These like close up, zoomed in slow mo shots of his mustachioed lips pursing around a straw. This is this movie is one of those any scene that uh, could be in slow motion is in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. But uh, he tries to kill John Travolta, who is a CIA agent. I or forgot. FBI agent? They, they, it's He's not an FBI guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't remember his name because I remember Nick Cage's name as Caster Troy way more. Yeah, because uh, yeah, John Travolta is Sean Archer. Name. Yeah, Sean Archer. That's like a mid-level character in the Bourne franchise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is true. Uh, but he shoots uh, Sean Archer through the back unknowingly, also shooting his kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, unknowingly, I think is a strong way to say that. I think he just uh, saw it because he watched him on the carousel with his kid the whole time. And he was like, well, if I hit the kid, that's fine. He lines up a shot and it seems like he's about to take it. But then it's like, ah, that might hit the kid. I'll stop. It seems like he's trying to avoid the kid. Not out of, like, a moral, you know, whatever. He's pure evil, as we'll see. He's like, ah, I don't need that mess. But, ah, you got him anyway? Well, whatever. I probably would have aimed for the head instead of the heart in that case. Yeah, yeah. Because that kid is, uh, chest level. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I also feel like, wait till the merry-go-round stops, man. (laughs) (laughs) I have one fucking opportunity, okay? It's gonna be a way easier shot if you wait till it's not moving. I, there's another movie where someone shoots like one of those like uh spinny thing like the like it'd be on a playground it's just like a metal circle with like yeah, yeah the other on. thing you call a merry-go-round yeah uh there's something where someone shoots that and like it like twists someone around yeah and i thought that that was this movie <laughs> sure but no it's another ridiculous movie uh, uh, also, this opening scene establishes John Travolta's uh, defining character quirk, which is that the way he shows love to his family is uh, he closes their eyes as if they just died. Yeah, he just runs his fingers over their face, which he is He just rubs it. his face down your, rubs his hand down your face. Yeah, it's it's a strange move. It's so weird. Do you think that's a John Travolta thing that he's brought to this, or is that something that, you so, know... I feel like it has to be part of the movie. So I was looking up some stuff, but again, people lie on the internet. Sure. And someone said that it was a John Travolta improvised thing. Uh-huh. But there was, like, the scene where the wife realizes it, that it's him. Right. Is, like, so based on that. But it could have been, like, hey, the script calls for you to, like, touch your wife's face in a, like, distinguishing way. We can work together, like, figure out what you do. And that's what he came up with, you know? Yeah, I guess. It just feels like it's so integral to the the movie plot. Sure. It's so fucking dumb. That's not how people touch each other. (laughs) No! It's it's one of, like, the 50 insane things in this movie that you just have to kind of, like... When his daughter fucking does it at the end, I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) stop that. Knock it off. Bad enough when he did it. Yeah, like, th- there are so many things going on in this movie that are all insane. <laughs> yeah. That it's, it really feels hard to, like, get a nail on either or on any of them. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, 
so we cut to six years later. Yeah. Uh, and Caster Troy and Sharon Archer are still mortal foes. <laughs> right. Uh, and Caster Troy, there's rumors he's in L.A., but and, and Sean Archer's not going to leave until he gets them. Right. But meanwhile, Sinclair is hot. Yeah. Because Nick Cage, dressed as a priest, has planted a bomb somewhere. We don't know where. It Yeah. Again, there's a lot of insane things in this movie. This is maybe one of the most. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Which is, uh, so he plants this bomb. Very normal thing to do in this movie. Uh, and we are revealed that he is dressed up as a priest. Yeah. Uh, and that there is a choir currently singing. Uh, Nick Cage starts, and they're in the L.A. Convention Center, so where it's, it's where E3 is. Yeah, uh-huh. uh And Nick Cage starts dancing around and headbanging to <laughs> the gospel choir. Right. But then he grabs, like, one of the girls. Was this a person in his crew, or was this just a girl he's harassing? It seems like it's just kind of a girl he's harassing. Okay. Yeah, she seems, like, not super weirded out by it. She, like, drops her, like, hymn book and, like, seems like, oh, oh, you're coming over to me. Yeah. But, uh, he just fully grabs that ass. Yeah, licks her ear, grabs her ass. So we uh, know that he's a bad guy. As as they're all singing, and he just pulls a cage face. He sure does. A lot of cage faces in this one. Well, there's really only one cage face, and it's passed from person to person. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but we find out that uh, Castor's brother uh, has paid for a plane in cash. Yeah, Pollux Troy, they're named after the Gemini constellation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which, I guess they still somehow found out that he paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, guess who just paid cash for an airplane? What, that, okay. Yeah. I guess they, I mean, I, I assume they just logged him in a database or something because yeah. he bought an airplane. Right. Uh, and we get a really great uh, slow-mo sequence of Caster Troy's suit-ups. <laughs> uh-huh. He's got his two golden guns in his back. His chiclets. Yep, he always has a little box of chiclets. He, he never has some. He never actually eats a chiclet! It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, he's got his shade. Like, yeah, like there's like a little box with his, the chiclets, his sunglasses, shades, and just also a ton of drugs. Uh-huh. Uh, and a knife. They get on the plane, and uh, that's where we get the line. There's, like, a lady on the plane, uh, and that's where he says that he can eat a peach for hours. A line they're very proud of. Yes. Yes. They use it a lot. They use it so much. I knew that was a quote. Like, oh, hey, there's the line. And then, like, 20 minutes later, oh, hey, there's the line again. And again. And again. Yeah, don't forget. We, okay, could you drop it one more time? You see, a peach could be a reference to a vagina. Yeah. This is why I thought the song Peaches by Presidents of the United States of America was dirty. Sure. I mean, I don't know that it's not. I don't know that it's not either. They claim it's just about peaches, but I'm watching mm. you guys. Yeah. 
Uh, we also see Katsutori's sick-ass money clip. Yeah, with a dragon biting down on the money. Yeah. Uh, but he is just like, being Nick Cage, just like, oh, I would stay away from the downtown on the 18th. It's going to be a smoggy. Anyway, if I let you suck my tongue, Ooh. would you feel honored? One of the, weird, weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. Try, try to think of a less erotic way to describe making out. Uh, and so John Travolta decides to play chicken with a plane. Yes. And yeah, it's taken off, but John Travolta is just going to ram it. Yeah. With his, with his, with his Jeep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the s- stewardess uh, who... Is an going, FBI agent. Yeah, was going to suck tongue, is FBI agent, reveals it, and then just gets shit-wrecked. Just yeah. gets iced immediately. Yes. Uh, and then thrown out of the Yeah, uh, gets plane. shot and then thrown out of the plane and gets run over by the plane. Yeah. And what I think is actually a pretty good dummy shot. Yeah, I think so. But John Travolta eventually takes out one of the plane's engines just by shooting it. Yeah. Nobody can shoot a gun in this world except for John Travolta and Nick Cage. Yeah, yes. they pretty much got it. Nobody else can hit a fucking target. No. Everyone else is stormtroopers and they're crack shots. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and the plane ends up going into a hangar uh, after John Travolta just fucking... Or no, after Nick Cage just ices all of the pilots and everyone on it. Yeah, yeah I do like the pilots, stunts. Kills a bunch of FBI guys. Yeah, I, I like the stunt of John Travolta using a helicopter to push down the wing of the airplane. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, 9-11 took away a lot of things from us, like our, you know, privacy, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But most importantly, it took away our ability to see movies where airplanes crash into buildings in cool ways. Oh, that's so a- true! <laughs> Luke, what are you saying? We just had Tenet that does exactly this. You know what? I take it back. Where Christopher Nolan was like, it was actually cheaper just to run a plane through a building. <laughs> uh, we get a great uh, slow-mo uh, you know, shooting both guns. <laughs> Uh, from Catcher Troy, he jumps out of the plane. <laughs> yes. Uh, he shoots a guy's ear off. Yep. <laughs> he just shoots a guy's ear off. Which I mentioned because it's important. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Uh, kind of. I'll, I'll kind say, of. It's not that important. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, I think this movie is a little long, and you could trim it some is. fat off of most of these action scenes. Yeah, you absolutely can. It's That's the one thing I'll say about it. It's pretty long. It's two hours and twelve minutes. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be two hours long. No. Uh, another uh, favorite of mine in this scene is when Castro Troy shoots a dude with the shotgun. You can clearly see uh, the wire that they're using to pull him out. Uh-huh. I think that's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely a movie that was not meant to be watched at home in HD. Right. Uh, they arrest Pollock, uh, and John Travolta ends up, after a bunch of stuff, cornering, uh, Castor in a 
jet testing facility? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, in the it, back of this hangar. It's it's unclear. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's a action movie set. I assume it's where they, like, repair the jet engines. Yeah, so they both have one bullet, uh, or so they think, and yeah. uh, are aiming at each other. This is where we start to establish that, really, they're yin and yang. They're yes. Batman and the Joker. They're God and the Devil. Yeah. Uh, I really love uh, when uh, George Volta, like, says fuck and Nicolas Cage goes, You want your fucking mouth! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it turns out that Nick Cage does not have one bullet left uh, and immediately pretends to start groveling. Uh huh. Well, he pulls a knife to stab him with, but John Travolta knows what's up. He knows Caster Troy's tricks. Yeah. Yes. Why well, he knows him so intimately that he could be him, maybe. Maybe. And that's the next thirty minutes of this movie. <laughs> so he basically just spin kicks him into the like output of this jet engine, and he gets slammed into a wall. I didn't understand at the time that that was supposed to look like he died. Yeah, it doesn't really look like he died, especially no. given like other action scenes in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but you he's can't just see that wire right pulling now. that guy. Actually, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so they go, they go back to the FBI, and everybody's like, "Wow, great job! You caught the guys." And then he's like, "Yeah, but we just lost like six FBI guys. You can't celebrate. I'm the yeah. world's worst boss." Congratulations, <laughs> we did it. Fuck you. Fuck all you. Uh, and then he goes home and tells his wife that, you know, I got him. No more no more FBI for me. I'm going to go to therapy now, babe. Uh-huh. Yeah. But first, he has to see what has become of his daughter. Right. Uh-huh. Who has some, like, mall, like, mall punk aesthetics going on. Yeah. And that's horrible. Her eyeshadow is really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, it's just extremely funny to be like... Like, what have you done to yourself? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. The, like, moral panic over kids getting nose rings and wearing a lot of eye makeup. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of, um... So I, I, I don't understand what these kids are going through. They do they do so much different fashion stuff now. Well, these I don't understand. Like, it's like you wear a different face every day I see you. It's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, like this movie's about faces. Yes. The uh, masks we wear, if you will. But also, judging from how everyone, like, the family reacts to him, he could not be seeing her for six months at a time. <laughs> right. Just yesterday, you were in that middle school play. <laughs> <laughs> but they find it on uh, the computer, a floppy disk. Yes. Uh, with the plans for a bomb. So the FBI agent, you know, thought he could just, you know, return to his family, but then he gets the call and, hey, he abandons his wife and child again to go do more FBI shit. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. I guess that's just what FBI guys do. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's the, nothing the FBI guys... this movie is just the final scene of the Dougie Jones plot of Twin Peaks. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> the thing about FBI guys, the thing about... Um, John Travolta is he's the world's worst man he is a horrible disgusting asshole but he is the good guy in this movie yeah, that's so. like, uh, my thinking uh, like, we'll get to it but around halfway through I'm like 
I kind of don't care if he wins at this point. It seems maybe better <laughs> if he doesn't. It seems better if he doesn't. Castard seems fine, honestly. Except for the part where he thinks he's going to take over the world, but no, he's not. No, he's no. not. Also the part where he's definitely going to sexually abuse that daughter. Well, yeah. I guess that's true. That's true. I don't know. It seemed like he was getting into being a dad. Yeah. <laughs> he was being a better dad to her than her dad was. Yeah, than her dad was. Yeah, but also, he was definitely sexually interested in her. Oh, I agree, especially that first scene, 100,000%. It just seemed yeah. like then he kind of got over like that. It like they toned it down. Well, no, no, hold on. You are my daughter now, though, so <laughs> that's not okay anymore. Yeah, well, they bring it back at the, in the final scene. I guess, yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, she's not his daughter anymore. Yeah, he's being a freak at that point. Yeah. He's, he's gone Joker He's committed mode. back to being the bad guy. Right. His evil plan does just also seem to be like, what if I, as an FBI guy, was bad? <laughs> right, which, and then he gets to the FBI and realizes, oh, wait, this isn't interesting. Is this is what FBI guys do. If if uh, Archer did nothing, Castro Troy would have fucked this up within, like, a month. Yeah, pretty much. He's already at murdering his boss levels within, like, less than a week. He's not surviving yeah, this, this plan. This movie is supposed to, ha- like, take place over a week, I think, and it's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, uh, he ends up going to a facility, the Walsh Institute, to learn that they can take a face off. And put it on. Yeah, also, the thing is they that, don't uh, have anybody to figure out what's going on with the bomb because the guy only wants to talk to his brother. Right, yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking during this whole early chunk is like, God, the whole plot of this movie so far is that like, this guy is a terrorist with information about a bomb that's going to go off any time now. We have to get the information out of him. Three years later, this would be just entirely about, well, obviously you should rip his fingernails out one by one until he yeah, talks. Until yeah. That's talks. how you do yep. it in post-9-11. Pre-9-11, we gotta do a whole face-off shenanigan. We gotta whole do face-off. Well, uh, John Travolta also does uh, beat up several... <laughs> he yeah, does, he, beat he doesn't even beat them up as guys. bad as, like, actual cops beat up actual suspects in real life. You know, he, like, movie roughs them up a little. Well, yeah, we're supposed to like them. <laughs> right, I know, I'm just saying, it's just very funny to me that, like, no, ter- like, a terrorist has a bomb and he won't tell you about it is, like, the classic thought experiment of, like, why torture is okay. And that doesn't really come up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... John Travolta does also in uh, try to d- he does tell a woman that he will take away her child. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not saying he's that. a good cop. Yeah, he's a uh, piece of shit. Which, in a way, he will eventually take her child. You know, <laughs> he didn't lie. But yeah, at the Walsh Institute, they're just real good at plastic surgery. They they can 3D print an ear for that lady that got her ear shot off. It's really funny because they're yeah, their entire thing is just like, yeah, we're just really good at surgery. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're really good at uh face grafts, basically. Yeah. I like that but, they established like, that uh Castor Troy is in a coma by putting out a cigarette on him. Mm-hmm. Also, oh God, yeah. it's funny to me that the 3D printing of body parts doesn't come back. That's true. Yeah, I guess so. It is just only an ear, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing we see them 3D print. Right. 
I just figured that there'd be maybe a bit more. <laughs> In the final act, uh, Caster Troy reveals he had a whole 3D printed arm, third arm hidden under his jacket the whole movie. That'd be a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to improve on uh, Yeah, it's hard to improve but... face off, however. Yeah, uh-huh. And that one has a sword. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, so, drawn to roll to, like, after a few seconds of... Uh, like going like uh, I don't want to though. Yeah. All right, I do. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'll be I'll be Nick Cage. I'll turn into Nick Cage to get information out of Pollux. Uh, I really I think the surgery. So this movie's ridiculous. Uh huh. I think the all the surgery stuff like is hilarious and like good enough for a movie for me to be like, all right. <laughs> They sell it as well as they need to sell it. Yes. Uh, and I think uh, the editing and, like, cutting around all the stuff that we see is good. Uh-huh. It's good. Also, it's pretty gross still. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't care for it. I don't like, like to look the, at it. Yeah, the shots of them putting the ear together are gross. Ew. Yeah, uh, it's bad. But, yeah, like, also, it's extremely funny to me that they just, like, pull in a giant, like form of a dude's face like glass form of dude's face that just like <laughs> yeah, yeah they just kind of uh the shot of john travolta's face in the water is extremely funny uh-huh uh they swap their faces they swap their faces and then uh, well they don't swap their faces they take no. nick cage's face off and then put it on john travolta and they do not give him a john travolta's face back no 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 uh, it'd be really funny if they're like, well, let's just put him on, let's just put it on Caster Troy's face. Yeah, I thought they were going to have to do that to, like, preserve the yeah, face Yeah, I thought that just would preserve the face. But no, they just put it in their little water and they're like, cool. <laughs> just yeah. put it in a jar with the pickles. Uh, and so we get a little bit of Nick Cage with John Travolta's voice. Yeah, yeah they haven't so, picked his yeah, voice yet. He wakes yet. up in the surgery and starts talking and my first impression was, Wow, Nick Cage has a really good John Travolta impression. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish that was what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he first just fucking wrecks a, a mirror, you know, because that's what you have to do when you Takes have a psychological had, toll on you. Right. Uh, a surgery on your face that leaves you what you think as a monster. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is there to- fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! You're cool! <laughs> uh, but they calm him down by reminding him that he is Sean Archer. Yeah, he yes. is Sean Archer. Don't worry, we know. I feel uh, like this is- a problem with this movie, kinda. It's not a, like. I think John Travolta does a really good impression of Nick Cage doing a bad impression of him. I think yeah. Nicolas Cage kind of just goes nuts the whole time. Yeah. And, like, Nick they Cage. Can- they can get rid of it because John Travolta is just having a mental breakdown the whole time, but I don't know. I yeah, I, I think that John Travolta is like doing a really great Nick Cage impression. Yeah, it uh, helps that John Travolta is also just good at playing villains generally, from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, also, I feel like Nick Cage is an easier guy to do an impression of than John Travolta. He's got yes. like a very distinctive way of talking. Yeah. Uh, also. 
you know, Nick Cage as doesn't get a lot of time to play John Travolta. Right. Uh, he is like 90% of the time playing Nick Cage, playing John Travolta, playing Nick Cage. Right. While we see, like, you know... John Travolta After, goes back and forth more. Yes. John Travolta yeah. gets to gets to be, uh, for lack of a better term, like mask off more often than, yeah, 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 yeah. than Nick Cage does. That's that's just the way the movie works. But yeah, no, I, I think John Travolta's really great in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, think I, so was, too. I was surprised by how good his performance was. Yeah, he 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 brought it for a face off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, they changed his voice by having him say, I'll eat a peach for hours. <laughs> Because right, they somehow put, they have the recording of that. I'm uh-huh. guess. Well, the FBI agent must the body, have been wearing a Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. The FBI agent must have been recording it. They That's, got the black box back from that plane. Thank God it didn't get run over. Question mark. Uh huh. By the 600 cars on that airstrip. Right. Uh, yeah. So they put like a microchip in his throat that modulates his voice to sound just like Nick Cage. And they establish in this scene, you need to be really careful. Any sudden bump, even if you sneeze too hard, it'll dislodge this and ruin the illusion. That never comes up again until the very end. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Does it actually come up at the end? Yeah, because it that's does. how he kind of like gets his daughter to hesitate with who to shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like, no, uh, listen to my voice. It's me, your dad. Uh, Caster starts choking Nick Cage. Right. And right. Like, that breaks it, and they play it, but then they don't have, like, after that scene, they don't talk for the rest of the movie until they're back in there. Right. Uh, just so they don't have to do a lot of dubbing. Yeah. Uh, but he is taken to the prison, which, another wild, crazy thing about this. Uh-huh. The uh, floor which, is magnetized all over the prison, and you have to wear magnet boots that send electrical signals to let them know where you are at all times. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the floor of the prison is just one big Nintendo DS stylus. Yes. It, or touchscreen, rather. Yeah. They're the stylus. It's so, like, that this is in this movie, and it's like, oh yeah, this is just like one of the other things in it. <laughs> right, this, this isn't what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, and the head guard there is the Zodiac. Yeah! Maybe. But you know. Yeah, well, you but know, it's definitely knows. him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's some black site prison. Amnesty uh, International doesn't know this place exists. The Geneva Conventions don't matter here. <laughs> uh, it's super it, prison. Yeah, yeah, and the, the guard here is meant to be a cartoonish, over-the-top view of uh, a prison guard, and that he is bad yeah. to the cr- uh, criminals. <laughs> right, it's one of those things where, like, oh, wow, this super prison, what's so bad about it? Eh, it's kind of just a normal prison. <laughs> <laughs> you got magnet boots. Yeah. The magnet boots great. are pretty evil. Yeah. Uh, I do like when he's getting ready to go to the prison, his, uh, is, is that Tito who's with him? He goes, Oh, my face itches. And instead of scratching it, Tito reaches up and just massages his face for him. That's nice. Yeah. Well, for, they're friends. Uh-huh. That's the last we'll see of Tito. Uh-huh. That's not true. We get to see him fucking die. Uh-huh. We see him tied up in that chair. 
I'm just saying uh, that if they wanted to have like a not pay that actor an extra day, they could have had a fit like a stand in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Sean Archer at as Nick Cage goes in and sees uh his fake brother. Yeah. Uh and starts going over to him and immediately like people start like, oh shit, it's Caster Troy. Right, the coolest bad guy. He's yeah. the scariest man on the planet. Uh and some people and he you can see he has not really gotten into character yet. Right, he knows all the information he needs to do this, but he is, like, not emotionally prepared for it in the slightest. Yes. Also, the thing is, I just don't think he's very good at ever being (laughs) Caster Troy. No, because Caster Troy is, like, a cartoon supervillain. He's just kind of a maniac. Yeah, and, like, they they try and sell you on this, oh, he knows him, he's he's gonna be, he he could do this, no problem. And, uh, yeah, that's not true. Like, the real Caster Troy is, like, Batman the Animated Series Joker, uh, John Travolta Caster Troy is, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, he beats a guy up and starts laughing maniacally and then starts sobbing, but then he turns around and kicks the guy in the nuts. A lot of nut kicks in this movie. Yeah. Well, when you well, kick him with those boots. heavy boots. Right, right. Yeah, what am I gonna do, not kick you in the nuts? Uh, but yeah, this is supposed to be the scene where he's like, he's getting into it. Right, right. By, yeah, smiling a lot and uh, just being overall insane. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm yeah. Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. Uh, yeah, it, it turns out the guy who started beating him up was because uh, he, quote, had a sandwich with his uh, wife and sister. Uh-huh. Castle Troy's got a thing, huh? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but that apparently was close to enough to start convincing people that that is Castle Troy. Right. Which, but Pollux is not yet convinced. Yeah. It's weird that, like, they're like, I don't know if this is Caster Troy. He just looks and sounds exactly like him. Right, this is such an insane thing <laughs> that it would not occur to anybody that it's a trick. Yeah. Uh, but uh, him and Pollock have a conversation where he kind of proves himself and ends up uh, getting the information that he needs. Uh-huh. I just kind of going through all this prison stuff. Yeah, I really assumed the whole movie was going to be him trying to get the information. You have the ticking clock, and then you know Nick Cage would be doing other stuff. You know, elsewhere. No, no it's, it's information out real quick. Yeah. yeah, like the first like actual conversation they have. He's like, "Well, it's in the L.A. you know center," and Nick Cage is like, "You fucking idiot! Uh huh. <laughs> you you absolute loser." <laughs> and Pastor Torres like what? Uh, meanwhile, uh, actual Castle Troy wakes up, and also, I, I also think this stuff is just extremely well done. Yeah, yeah. This is maybe Nick Cage's best stuff of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Just, like, the, the, him, you, like, you never seeing his face for a lot of it, 
uh, and like touching his face and it's just coming back bloody. Yeah, because they never put anything back on him. They just bandaged him up and left him there. Seems like a really good way to have that man's face just destroyed forever. But I yeah. guess if he's like, the thing is, he is supposed to be a vegetable. So I guess it doesn't matter at that point. Right. Uh, but yeah. Kind of fucked up still. Also, they're really good bandages. That's what you're not really considering. good bandages. Yeah. yeah. They're changing them constantly. Uh, but yeah, he just like walks over to the John Travolta face and he does a lot of screaming without his lips. Uh huh. Which is a good touch. Just like, yeah. They took my face. Ah. They, they, they switched my. Ah, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. We're gonna get it. They round up and kill everybody who knows about John Travolta's mission. Yeah. yeah. So now there's no way to tell that he's not actually Caster Troy. Yeah. Right. That's the that's the thing. They they kill everybody. Uh, who knows about it because it was only like three people because it had to be that way to do the mission right so it never right. got back to anybody yada 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 no um and then he goes and visits uh fake they go he goes and visits sean archer while he's in prison yeah, yeah. i what i would do is like hey we're putting caster troy in this intense lockdown and like they say like oh you have like a like four days to find out where the bomb is right because uh, they, like, know the 18th. Yeah. Like, by, like, the end of the fourth day, we're just gonna get you, like, we're just telling them to, like, get you out of there. Yeah, but the guy who was supposed to tell him that got killed. I, I would tell that when they go in. <laughs> sure. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, it's weird that there's not one guy in the prison who knows about this. A guard. The warden should be in on it. Yes. Yes. Uh, It just seems like a lot of... Okay, it is. This is nitpicking. It's yeah. We're wanting to get to the point where Nick Cage and uh, John Travolta switch faces, right? Uh, and yeah, I really like the the work of what we see in the reflection of faceless Caster Troy. Yeah, that's really good. We're like you only see it for a split second when yeah. you actually look at it, but then you like the one good shot of it you see is in the reflection of the doctor's eyes. It's so fucked up. Yeah, because yeah. like they probably can't actually do the work to make it look really good and like really effective. Right. But they do it in you know those like quick like couple frames and distort it in the lenses so it like you get a really good feeling of and you can kind of fill in the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it all comes back together where uh, Sean Archer, in prison, learns that he has a visitor, and he's like, all right, yeah, I fucking did it. <laughs> you know, I found out all my info, now I get to go back and get my old face, and nothing will ever go wrong. I get to put my face on. on. That's right. Uh, but no, uh, Captain Troy, as uh, Sean Archer, John Travolta walks through that door. And this is just blah. <laughs> it's so good. This is a ham off. Oh yeah, honey baked versus a different kind of ham. Yeah, <laughs> honey glazed. There you go. Is yeah. what you wanted. Sure. Why not? Uh, I just you know so many of the. It's like looking in a mirror, but not. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's probably the best John Travolta as Cage. I think. Uh huh. He just, like, says it in the way that is so, like, distinctive. Right. Uh, and then also, I just love... Yeah, so he reveals that everyone's dead. 
that he's stuck there and that Castro Torres walk around with his face. Yeah. Uh, and Sean Archer, Nick Cage just grabs him and goes, Die! <laughs> Die! Yeah. And then he predictably gets his ass beat. Uh-huh. Yep. Gotta go for a quicker kill than that, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, he tries to explain to the guards, no, really, I am Sean Archer. You gotta believe me. And they're like, you're insane. <laughs> and he's like, well... What, what a weird lie. Who would ever come up with that concept? <laughs> uh-huh. John Travolta goes uh, back to, you know, Sean Archer's house and misses it. <laughs> yeah. But he uh, knows that it's it because his wife is standing out there looking like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, wait, wait where'd he go? <clears throat> and he immediately, he... He does not attempt as much to... Does not even try. Yeah, to like... All right, how would this guy act? Yeah. He's just like, well, every house on this block looks the same. How are yeah. you, my little peach? Uh-huh. You know, I could eat for hours. Yeah. It's peach. Peach. Uh, and then he reads uh, the diary and finds out that... They can't fuck anymore because they're so sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, do I have to fuck this lady for the first time in like a year? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, the daughter is listening to Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, the goth, mall goth hit. Yeah, everybody, everybody's favorite mall goth hit. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and John Travolta's like, ooh... <laughs> Yeah, not crazy about this scene of the daughter in her underwear walking around with John Travolta. No, not her out. good. Yeah. Also weird that the daughter does not, like, go, hey, dad, get the fuck out of my room while I don't have pants on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, because, like, er, in the scene, like, the thing that finally makes, uh, you know, Nick Cage try to strangle John Travolta is that you're, you're has your daughter ripened, ripened yet? Uh-huh. Uh, and she does just try to, like, shut the door on him. Yeah, but, but then she doesn't really p- yeah. put much of a fight yeah. up beyond that. He comes in and, like, very sensuously invades her space before taking her cigarettes. Yeah. I, I It's funny that he has to look at a, like, embroidered pillar t- pillow to know her name. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Don't worry, I got it. It's fine. Yeah. Look, he didn't have to study uh, John Travolta That's when true. he was just being yep. a criminal. He just got to do crime stuff. Yeah. Like, sure, I wanted that guy dead, but, like, whatever, you know? It wasn't that uh-huh. big a deal. Uh, hey, back in the prison, uh, has, uh, has Sean Archer made a pentagram on the wall? Oh, I don't know. I don't have the movie. Actually, at, like, 5813, there's just, like, a pentagram. Like, it looks like in blood on the wall. Uh, yeah, it kind of does. It looks like it's supposed to, like... Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> That's weird. He's just trying to see if Satan the devil will take care of this issue for him. Yeah, well, he's, I'm the devil well, now. Well, he didn't. Uh-huh. I would, not, I would not be surprised if this set has gotten multiple uses. <laughs> That's probably what it actually is. Uh, but uh, Castor's brother's getting out. Pollock uh, 
because he made some sweetheart deal. But you know, it's just because. Yeah, it's just because Archer is is uh, you know he's Caster. he's the bad guy now. Yeah, uh, but they're and they're having fun together. <laughs> they're yeah, just, uh, they're just bros. Pollock's fun character quirk is he likes to wave at people with just his pinky finger. God, does he? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah he, he does, does that a couple times to to. Archer. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> He's a real weirdo. Like, not even... Like, I understand, like, Nick Cage is a weirdo. You're like, yeah, whatever. This guy's a right. weirdo. <laughs> I feel like this guy was told the to plot of this movie, and he's like, oh, so I need to go big. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have to do a lot. Okay. If I want people to be like, oh, you were the third guy in, <laughs> yeah, uh, in Face Off. Off, I need to go huge. Uh-huh. But yeah, so John Travolta is about to go in and interview him. Uh, his boss, the dad from, like, the grandpa from Fargo, is very pissed about all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh-huh. Then later on, after this guy dies, like, wow, he was your friend and mentor. They never have a, like, friendly relationship in this movie. Not a one-time. No, the entire no. time, it's all very, uh, very, con- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, antagonistic. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, John yeah, Travolta I, I almost expected, ahead. like, well, the first time I saw this, when he says, like, oh, you know, my mentor just died, she would be like, he was never your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, John Travolta turns off all the surveillance equipment to go talk to his brother in secret and be like, listen. Here's the new plan. Now we're now I'm going to defuse the bomb and be a national hero. And then that'll do money somehow. Yeah, the, the, and then I'll just get all kinds of, you know, I'll just go on Oprah or whatever. I guess I'll get a book deal or something. I don't know how it works. The one of the th- things they end up saying is that he will use him being as like a big shot of the FBI to take down all of their rivals. Right, right, right. So they'll be the only terrorists left. Yes. But that Which, still means there's a net decrease in the amount of world terrorism. That is correct. Yes. I'm just saying, this guy maybe seems better at this job than the actual John Travolta. Uh, he absolutely is. John Travolta was only doing it for the revenge. He yes. seems like he is a better FBI director, and father, and husband. This is all true. This is what John Woo wants you to think about. Right. And, like, so yeah. at this point, I'm like, I don't... You, you can just leave the real Archer in prison. I don't really care. Fuck him. Yeah, I don't... He's kind of a bastard. Yeah. Honestly. He's not even nice to his employ to his fellow FBI guys, and then right. when they die, he gets mad that they want to, like, kind of move on. Yeah. And you would think, like, you could make that be what the movie is, right? Of, like, that's why he can't get anyone on his side, but that's yeah. not at all what this movie's doing. No, no. Everyone needs to be on his side because he's right, okay? Right. Uh, yeah, so he uh, gets everyone out there so he can just put the code in the bomb that he needs. Yeah, this is where, in real life, this whole uh, ruse completely collapses. Because like, everyone go away so I can be alone with the bomb and just put the password in that fixes it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, it's fine, I got it. Hey, how did you know that? Why couldn't anyone watch you do it? What's the issue? What's up? <laughs> he's. But then he gets to say, well, I'm John Travolta, so... Right, and then everybody right. has to go, well, okay. I guess you are John Travolta. Well, he gets to go, we're at interception. <laughs> We've got the ball now. Uh-huh. And also, um, 
you, it's very easy for him to be like, well, I know Caster Troy. I could figure this out. No problem. Everybody get right. out of my way while I do this thing. I think it's very easy. I think you could write that off. I think it's fine. Sure. But he solves the bomb problem. He does. So the thing I thought this whole movie was about is done with at the hour, Mark. Yes. Yeah, no. Now we have to face off. Uh-huh. Now it's just about these two dudes. Facing off. Yes. Uh... He gets back and, you know, is the big shit on campus. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, you seem, like, real different. Uh-huh. But, they, but we like you better, so we kind of don't care. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine with us that you're clearly not the same guy anymore. Whatever. You're being less of a huge asshole to me on a daily basis, so, like, I'm just gonna roll with it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he uh, grabs the lady's ass. Yep. But it's okay. Right, again, you know, not, not all good, but a net positive. I, I did not feel like I would be the <laughs> that Castro Troy seems like a kind of bad guy. <laughs> I I'm not saying he's not a bad guy. I'm saying I'm when just you're saying starting he's a better a sh- guy than Sean Archer. Yeah, exactly. Sean Archer's a rancid man. Yeah, it's a low bar to clear. I I would just say that we do not have proof that Sean Archer was sexually harassing people. No, I agree. I'm just saying I think he sucked along other axes. Like, yes, I understand. But overall, (laughs) I'm sick of John Travolta's shit in this movie. The great thing about art is that it uh, challenges us to ask the difficult questions like, what's worse, being just a general kind of dick or specifically sexually harassing people? I'm taking the sexual harasser, apparently. Sorry. <laughs> Having sex with people who do not who think that you're a different person. Right, uh-huh. Yes, he's evil. What do you want from me? <laughs> I know. Just to acknowledgement that he's a bad dude. Yes, he's no a bad dude. And I think not. he's better than Sean Archer. I just think Sean Archer sucks so bad. I guess I just don't think much of Sean Archer in positive or negative. Yeah. I think he sucks. I don't care for the man. Anyway, uh, speaking of which, now John Travolta's gonna have a romantic candlelit dinner with his fake wife. Yeah. Yeah. Treating her better than she's been treated in 20 years. I, I, I can't stop. The entire time I was watching this movie, I could not stop thinking about how... The John Travolta uh, wife plotline is just the Naomi Watts plotline from Twin Peaks. It is. Just with, it is basically that. Just with the guy who's Nicolas Cage instead of Dougie Jones. Like, what if your husband came home and he was Nicolas Cage now? That'd be fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucked up or what? <laughs> and then, uh, she, yeah, so she's just like, ah, uh, like, Candle at Dinner, nice, but... You are just going back to be, like, mega FBI guy. Yeah, when you promised me this was the last time. And then he's like, ooh, feet. <laughs> yeah, he does get a quit foot freak moment in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It was the 90s. That was in style. Uh, very much so. Yeah. yeah. Listen, he had sucked some of it off from uh, Travolta. Right. Like, Travolta was like, listen, I'll make you popular again, but you have to be a foot freak, too. Uh-huh. And then you they, mean Tarantino? Tarantino, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they shook hands, and, like, they were, the, like, like a devil pact was ensued. <laughs> they shook toes. Yes. 
Nick Cage finds out that in the, the only time they take off the metal boots is when they're about to fry your brain. Yeah, uh-huh. Which you yeah, get when you for, go to electroshock therapy, apparently. Yeah, which yeah. you get for uh, three strikes. Right. So uh, I will simply beat up a guard and take yeah. a cigarette. Uh, I do just like him go, hey, I need a light. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm, out of, I'm out of cigarettes. Yeah. Got a light? Yeah. Uh, and then as he is, like, dragged away, he's just screaming, I need a light! I'm trying to figure out to what degree I'm just seeing everything through Twin Peaks, because we just watched all of it, and to what degree... No, David Lynch just watched a lot of Face Off while he was making Twin Peaks. I think you're... Who could say? Uh... Assuming a lot of things are Twin Peaks when they are not Twin Peaks. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. I just think that the other thought is funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's way funnier. Yes. Uh, I thought that the cigarette, the first time I watched this, I thought the cigarette was going to be like a how he gets out. Well, yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, because he puts the cigarette out on a guard to like make them recoil back so he can get yeah. out of the chair. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's used uh, as a weapon. I thought that the guy hitting... The guy, the other guy in the back of the head was like a bigger. <laughs> it was kind of both. Yeah. Yeah, you get the combo attack. Yeah. The other, the getting the guy to attack the guard seems like way more of a. <laughs> yeah, that was a real Hail Mary on that one. Yeah, he really, he really was like, hey, uh, you got to trust me for a minute that I did not fuck your wife. Like, and he had sister, no idea that that or, guy was or, A there and, and B yeah. would listen to him. Yeah, and even if he would listen to him, would be able to get up after having his brain electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, gotta do what you gotta do to get out of prison. Right. So then you get a big action scene of him fighting his way at a magnet jail. Yeah. He explodes uh, some horrible chemical in the air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not enough magnet work in this action scene, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, no. I want guards, like, running up a wall with their magnet boots to get him now, or some shit. Well, the thing is, the guards do not wear the magnet boots, Luke. Yeah, but what if they did, though, Molly, is what I'm they suggesting. They did. Well, see, then the boots would have to be magnetic and not the floor. I'm just because saying, I think boots... some fun magnet boot walking on the walls action would punch this action scene up. That's all. Look, I, uh, listen, I don't disagree with you. I just think it undermines the security of the whole facility. <laughs> That's all. We're talking about realism, Luke. Oh, yeah, you're right. Excuse me. I'm just saying. If Listen, I'm just saying it's probably easy to hack a magnet boot. Uh-huh. There's no tech in those boots. There's metal. You just got metal shoes. One of the few things I knew about this movie was that it involved some kind of magnetic prison. And I think what I had in my head was all of, like, the whole prison was built vertically. So you had to wear the magnet boots to, like... Oh my not God. fall on your fucking face against a wall? That's incredible. <laughs> I, How could you escape? You're talking when... about a wall. Right. Just a, just a wall with some, like, cubbies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but, like, some guys all, all the furniture is situated, like, at a 90-degree angle from what it would normally be. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how can you ever escape? Because if you take the magnet shoes off, you'll fall to your death. You'll be so disoriented. Yeah. Like, this movie is ridiculous, but the way people talk about it made me think it was even more ridiculous than it is. It's pretty yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, but again, it's not the entire prison is vertical ridiculous. Also, Luke, I think you, you have just a... have ridiculous ideas. Yeah, you have <laughs> a habit of coming up with more ridiculous ideas than most anyone I know. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole podcast for them. Yeah, yeah, like... Yes, correct. You, you like, partly invented a, a game system in World so that you could have your... 
yeah, uh-huh. silliest ideas. So that I could turn all of my uh, worst intrusive thoughts into tabletop encounters. Yes. Uh, I love how uh, Nick Cage at no point seems to really care that he's killing all these guards. Yeah, no, no, no. The only Fuck time I'm that getting he... out of jail, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only time that he stops is because, oh, I have to use this console that you're about to shoot. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other dude uh, gets stabbed and eventually falls off a railing. There's a whole bit where Nick Cage tries to save him. Uh, and fails. And fails. Yes. Yeah. And then Nick Cage breaks out, only to find that he's on an oil rig. Oh shit! It's he's out so in the middle of the ocean. Funny. No. No. Don't worry. We're gonna do a weird helicopter thing. Uh huh. In uh, addition to David Lynch, I also think Hideo Kojima watched a lot of Face Off while making that. I believe. That I believe. <laughs> this is just the helicopter fight from MGS One. When did MGS One come out, Luke? Ninety-eight. So you know it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. I think this is getting a little tight timeline-wise. You're I think really a lot just, of people were just thinking I'm about sick, helicopters, and you're crushing all of my dreams. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I established at the top of this show that I am currently a sick little lamb who needs to be tended to and cared for, and I just don't feel very supported in this environment right now. Yeah, well, too bad. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Guess I'll go die. Yeah. <laughs> you better fucking not. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Nick Cage just jumps in the water and is like, I'll just swim. Yeah, I thought he was just absolutely fucked and would have to, like, steal the helicopter or something. But then you're like, oh, no, the shore's right over there. Like, it's a long swim, but it's conceivably possible. Yeah, this is not, like, in international waters like I thought it was going to be. This is like a swim the English Channel kind of distance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, John Travolta forgot the date of that his son died. Right. <laughs> and uh, the wife character, Eve, is just like, you can't just, like, ignore this. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I love you. No, you can't, like, not do this. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I guess I'll go back inside. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> what, what what am I coping with right now? Yeah. Well, like, and thankfully for him, they just cut. <laughs> uh, I would have loved if he did, like, oh, right, our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. God. Just, like, go through all of the things. Your birthday? Uh, so they, uh, have, like, you know, their moment, and you can obviously just tell that Caster Troy is like, God, I can't believe that these people are so sad. Uh-huh, They yeah. killed their kid, Oh, Get over it. God, it's been six years. I was, like, trying to figure out which way the movie was going to swing at this point, if it was just going to stick with that, or if it was going to be him being like, damn, that kid did die, though. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, now he just wants to become John Travolta completely. Yeah, like, that is definitely, like, I think a way that this movie could super easily go. Yeah. And I kind of love that Castro Troy the entire time is like, no. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, fuck He's this. Like, no, I think I'm just going to be a bastard still. Like, yeah, like, by the end, he's like, I hate being you so bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, this shit sucks, man. 
Uh, luckily for him, when they tell him, like, hey, he died, but we haven't found a body yet, and he flips his shit, that's in character. Yes. That makes yeah. perfect sense to them. Like, all right, fine, yeah, okay. Uh, and, yeah, just the, the line reading of, it hasn't been recovered yet! Uh-huh. Uh, it's very good. He, John Travolta has a weird voice thing that happens sometimes. Where he just uh-huh. kind of like flattens out a little bit in the middle of a sentence and then goes back to what he was doing. He like doesn't yeah. put the emphasis on the syllable right. Yeah. yeah. It's just very strange. Yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, it. He's he's just got like a, a weird like performance uh, persona. Like that is, yeah, not as pronounced as Nicolas Cage and not as like parodyable as Nicolas Cage, but is there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, Castro Troy's already here. I know this because I'm him. <laughs> ah, shit, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, uh, the real Sean Archer steals a car that has a car phone in it. A cool car. Yeah. Uh, and immediately calls his wife at the hospital. He's like, hey, it's me. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't hang up. And she's like, okay, uh-huh. I'm going to hang up. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. hanging shit. up right now. He, like, tries to goose his throat to get the chip to stop, but, like, he gives up very easily. Yeah, it feels like he could have done a bit more. <laughs> feels like he just could have coughed that chip up and solved this movie immediately. I forgot, like, that the chip thing was even a thing, and that he was... Yeah. I thought he was just messing with his throat to try and make his voice right again, without even thinking about the chip. Yeah. Because it gets all, like, electronic for a second. Yeah. No, like, you're just, right, I just didn't think about, about it. how easily dislodged the chip is if... The chip being unremovable is an important plot point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <coughs> I also find it really funny that he drives to the hospital to call her. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, in the parking lot, like, just, like, looking up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess it's 97. Not that many cell phones. Uh, but... Uh, then he calls, uh, you know, John Travolta, and he's like, oh, hell yeah, it's Sam Ar- Sean Archer. Then I guess I'm Caster Troy. Click. <laughs> and like Sean, and uh, John Travolta's like, all right, I, I, the thing that I already knew is confirmed. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay, I guess, I guess we're facing off. Yes, I guess this will be the face-off. Uh, so, at this point... Uh, Archer gets the idea, I should go hang out with the bad guys. Yes. If he's gonna hang out with the good guys. Uh, and... I, th- this henchman's great. Yeah. This dude's crazy. <laughs> <coughs> uh, yeah, but he's got, like, that, 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 you know, golden heart that, you know, he's a, he's a bastard man, but, you know, right. he's okay. He's a criminal with a heart of gold, and he lives in, like... Didn't Fast and Furious 4 have, like, this exact same fucking set in it? I think so. I yeah. don't know, because I've blocked out the Fast and Furious 4. That's fair. It's yeah. not very good. Uh, But, yeah, like, it's it's just, like, a bad guy loft, and everyone's like, oh, shit, it's Kesher Troy! <laughs> everyone's fave! Yeah. He's squeezing butts left and right, he's doing drugs. Yeah. And he's like, I wanna... All right, what we're gonna do is we're gonna kidnap... Sean Archer, and then we're gonna take his face off. And they're like, "It's so good." Yeah, they're like, "He's like basically the head of the FBI now. You can't get to him." And like, his code, home code is his 
dead son's birthday. It breaks your heart, don't it? Uh huh. How how do you know that? I'm fucking his wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then like they yeah, Dietrich gives him his little thing back. I always love how it is like treated as like. Oh. Uh huh. This is what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Just yes. some chicklets and golden guns. Uh, but, yeah, they, they have the whole conversation about taking his face off. I've also heard that uh, the amount of times they do it was improvised. I mean, that makes sense. It's a batshit number 100%. of times. But it's like two and a half. It's a weird number of times to do it. Yeah, he yeah it does. I want to take his face off. Which, after I first watched this, I ended up watching the trailer... Uh-huh. And they use that to imply that the the face-off treatment is oh, a sure. cr- is a crazy oh, a Nick Cage plan. Right, right. Sure. When in fact it's a John Travolta plan. Yes, right. and this is John Travolta trying to get back his face while right, also seeming insane. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, so that he he is just laid out by the the drugs that he does. We don't know what it is. Yeah, but also the, the woman whose child is going to get taken away just slaps him. Yeah, like he ends up in a bathroom and just looks into the thing and just goes, I'm Caster Troy. I'm Caster no, Troy. I'm, 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 Ca- I'm Caster Archer. I'm, I'm Sean Troy. Uh, He's fucked up, man. He's like pointing a gun at his own reflection. Yeah, he does the craziest... Like Nick Cage smile, yeah. Uh, then like looks over at her and she's like, eh. uh, like there are scenes in this that are better acted by Nick Cage, yeah. But this is probably my favorite scene of Nick sure. Cage. Just this whole thing, yeah. Just full Cage right here, yeah, yeah. Just like basically him talking about the face off. <laughs> Him, yeah, it's really good. Losing it in the mirror. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is like one of you know, she's Dietrich's sister, and is one of like you know Catra Troy's old flames, right? Uh, and she's like, "You're a son of a bitch. I hate you. You fucking suck." And he's like, "Right, yeah, yeah. right, true, true, true." And she's got me like, there, yeah. got me there. And then she's like, listen, even you being here means the FBI could take away my kid. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, I was the one who said that. That is what kind of fucked up thing to say. Right. Oh, well, I won't think about this again. <laughs> it's the one and only thing he has any introspection about. Yeah. Uh, and then the kid walks up. Uh, well, she gives him his clothes and he's like, Oh, I like these clothes. And she's like, yeah, they're yours. <laughs> right. And then he's like, well, I, I like, like that kid, too. Well, that's also yours. He's like, oh, jeez. Like, yeah, and at that point, he goes insane again. He's just like, Michael? Michael? He just turns into the dad from Heavy Rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then meanwhile, across John town. John Travolta could have done really well in a Heavy Rain movie. Or oh, he would have killed Cage it. either. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, across town, John Travolta's watching as his not-daughter is, like, assaulted by her date in the car outside, so he just beats the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Uh, and kind of rocks, I don't know. Yeah, you know. Uh, his brother 
is like on the phone with him saying like, oh yeah, this dude's fucking sons of bitches. Uh, yeah. And then uh, it says, if you dress like Halloween, the ghouls will come out. And then she goes, wow, way to victim blame dad. And he goes, yeah, you know what? That's fair. Here's a butterfly knife. Stab him, motherfucker. Yeah, here you next go. Time. Stab him, motherfucker. And she will. And she yeah. will. That motherfucker, in fact. Uh-huh. Also, you should probably learn some cool tricks to do with it. Yeah. Otherwise, why not just have, like, a switchblade? If you're going to have a butterfly knife. Yeah, like, knife, if I'm giving you a butterfly knife, you got to yeah. learn. You got to make it worth it. Uh, yeah, they have, like, a whole... They, yeah, they have a whole emotional scene between uh, Arthur and the sister happens. Yeah. Uh, and him shouting Michael at this kid who does kind of look like the kid that we saw... <laughs> They they look basically the same. With yeah, it would not hair. shock me if it was the same kid. Yes. <laughs> Listen, kids don't look that different that young. No. Uh, also, it's funny that it's been six years and he is his, his replacement goldfish is of the kid's age. <laughs> yeah. It's like all right, we'll just start fresh. <laughs> uh, but he, he doesn't have to explain why he called this kid Michael because uh, the cops start invading. Yeah. Uh, and Dietrich's like, cops, I fucking hate cops. <laughs> Becoming my problematic fave of this. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what? Sean Archer's a cop, so fuck you. <laughs> Probably beats his wife. I wasn't saying that Sean Archer didn't suck. I was just saying I don't think he sucks as much as Catcher Troy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Clearly, we're at an impasse. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a, a large gun scene. Uh, the kid is wearing uh, noise canceling headphones, so every so often you just hear somewhere over the rainbow. Because John Lee loves yeah. that shit. There's like a gap in the seal on the like headphone cup so that the music is bleeding out diegetically. Yeah. It rules. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it. Uh, some of these cops are definitely aiming for this kid. Oh, yeah. Whatever, ain't their kid. <laughs> Cops kill kids all the time. That's yeah. true. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a, a long action sequence. Uh, yeah, this is the action scene where so I was feeling long. the length the most. Yeah, yeah. this could have been trimmed way down. But the like the payoff at the end where it's Cage and Travolta. Fucking, that part's great. I just oh, wish yeah. we got there faster. Yeah, but the rest of it not so good. But the but the last part just fucks supremely. The, uh, the most of it is just nameless, faceless guys shooting each other. Yeah. Uh, the part where Diedrich Kip open mouth Kith is his sister's also fucking wild. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it too much. <laughs> I, I, I do know this, that apparently they, like, just, like, were like, what it, wouldn't it be really funny if we just open mouth kissed <laughs> for our scene? Sure. And like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, the, the part where uh, Nick Cage and John Travolta are having a standoff through a mirror. Yeah. So what? fucking good, dude. That part's top tier. That's the cinema, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they both, like, face each other, like, on either side of this mirror and shoot point blank. I don't get how they both miss. They dodged. <laughs> But it's a bullet, and it's very close. They dodged, Luke. They dodged, Luke. 
They they each jumped onto the ground. It's fine. And yet I can't have my vertical magnet prison. Yeah. <laughs> correct. That is correct. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Castro Troy gives like a whole big like, you know what? I fucking hate being you. It sucks. Why you want to trade just- back? I mean, yes, but you killed the surgeon that can do that, so... And he's like, all right, let's just kill each other then. Uh, And then they just shoot each other. And then uh, Uh Nick Cage runs out and then uh, kills uh, Pox Troy, which means I won't have to talk about him anymore and keep forgetting his name. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's just just got a name very similar to one of the less memorable trolls. What's so hard to remember about that? That's true. Uh, oh god, I, I I just had the scene playing, and I also I always laugh whenever I watch this movie when Dietrich just goes, "Man, my place is getting fucked up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but he is so surviving this one. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah, like uh, the I got I rented this on YouTube to watch it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so it shows you like the you know the place that most people. Uh, like you know, play this from, uh huh, or like rewatch, and it is in fact this scene. <laughs> so <laughs> there are definitely some people who think this is action scene is just all top tier. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I mean, I uh, like John Woo's action. I just don't think this one works so well because of what you said. Of it's all people that we don't know. Right. Yeah. I also think if you just watch that part of this movie, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. like it's well choreographed and stuff. I'm not like. Knocking the craft of it, it's just too much at once. Yeah. Have either of you seen Hard Boiled? No. All right. I I think both of you should watch Hard Boiled. All right. This might be the only John Woo movie I've seen. Hard Boiled is just 100% great shit. Uh Uh-huh. And also, like, looking at it, you'd be like, oh, this is where every action movie got their ideas. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caster, you know, ties Pollux's shoe one last time lovingly. Yeah. And he's gonna shoot himself until another FBI agent comes and goes, bro, why are you mad? It's just the bad guy. And he shoots him and he's like, now nah, I'm gonna kill all these motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm just going to work the next day and I'm gonna karate chop my boss so good that it looks like he had a heart attack. Well, he and already he starts having a heart attack like when he right, walks in. Right, clearly his heart's acting up, but yeah, he knows the right way to karate chop him to activate the heart attack that's brewing. If you put these acupuncture points, <laughs> yeah. it will cause a heart attack. Uh-huh. Yeah, also Paul's just like falls through like five different skylights. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I never read that as him about to kill himself. Because he kind of, like, he's rubbing the gun on his face, and then he kind of starts moving the, the barrel no, of it towards his temple. I think you're right, but I just never, like, saw it that way. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's, like, the only guy he actually gives a shit about, and he died. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Nick Cage sneaks back home, and... <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry I keep doing it, but he does just go, home, in the exact same way Dougie home. Jones does. <laughs> Uh, Kyle MacLachlan was studying the tapes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, they had this movie playing on loop on the set. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole like the also in you know pointing out how 
bad this dude has fucked this up already. Uh-huh. Uh, Castro Troy, uh, you know, being the FBI guy, is the actual head of the FBI is like, it seems like you know all of the bad guys and know exactly where they'll be. <laughs> yeah. That seems weird. Right. Like, this was a problem that was going to solve itself. Uh, and then he's like, yeah. all right, Cardi, chop! <laughs> You're dead now. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Nick Cage breaks into his own home, and when he confronts her getting out of the shower, he's like, oh, right, she might be freaked out. Uh-huh. Uh, but he uh, gives a whole speech of why uh, it's him. Yeah. He, he doesn't do the full, uh, you know, talk about the first date yet. No, 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 that's later. Uh, but he's just like, all right, it's me. Just ignore my face, my voice. And my voice. Just literally everything about me. Uh, but yeah, the the only way to tell the difference is uh, that he has a different blood type. Yeah. And luckily yeah. she's a doctor. Yeah, so she can run also, that test. His attempt to calm her down where he just goes, no, 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 please don't scream as he grabs her and like bear hugs her. Not a good way to do this. No, man. he's good, bad man. at this. And like clamps a hand over her mouth. Uh, but yeah, she pricks uh, John Travolta's like finger or whatever while he's asleep and takes it off to the blood lab. And oh my God, it's not her husband. Yeah. It's very funny that she just does this because, like, we don't run... Nobody runs blood typing tests. That never sure. happens. Maybe it happened more in the 90s. Maybe. Would it not happen more in a hospital? Because you gotta know, like, what blood type someone's got to, like, give them the right... Yeah, I guess, blood. but only if they need a blood transfusion. Sure, but I mean... The I'll say, generally would... speaking, like, I guess I work in primary care. It's different, but, like, we don't know anybody's blood type there. There's no reason sure. for us to know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she is, a, like, an ER nurse, or ER doctor, so. Yeah, right. like, the one time we see her working, it's on a dude whose, like, face is, like, he got two-faced. Yeah, Where his, his face, face is, off. is off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so she uh, takes it, and he's like, <gasps> and Nick Cage is right behind her already, and he's like, I thought you'd come here. <laughs> Yeah, you. What a weird fucking thing to do. It, uh-huh. it it seems like they were like looking at the script, and there was like a scene where she had to like they had to meet back up. Right. How is how is she gonna find him again? Well, and then I was like, let's just have him be there. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he tells uh, their first date story. Awful first date. Uh huh. Yeah. Horrific. Terrible first date. I would. Listen, even if this dude had, like, shown to me that he, you know, was a nice guy and, you know, did all these things for me, I would not give him a kiss the first date. <laughs> I don't give people kisses on a lot of first dates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, question, does he pay for the dental work? Because maybe that influences it. I think, uh-huh. that, I think that he did, but I still wouldn't. <laughs> sure. I can see why you would. Like, well... This dope, he's sweet, he's trying his best. And maybe he was making really good conversation before she broke her tooth. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, but because the dentist was drunk. 
Yes. And fix the wrong tooth. Right. God. <laughs> uh, John Travolta wakes up and sees that his wife is missing. And immediately decides to start like, all right, time to go head down to the hospital. Some shit's up. Yeah. Uh, and she breaks in there, but everything's totally fine. Everything's totally normal. There's just a dude with the face off. And yeah. he's like, well, what I supposed to do that you're sneaking around? And she's like, I'm a doctor? <laughs> I'm a doctor on call. And you should be used to it at this point, <coughs> dummy. Yeah. If you're ever home, jackass. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, uh, and so, so they get rid of him and then determine the only now that he's going to be the head of the FBI they will only ever have one more opportunity to get him and that's at the funeral tomorrow for his old boss yeah yeah it's so weird yeah he's uh, going to go to the same house every day man yeah we, there's like a bunch of cops around his house now but he still got in no matter what so <laughs> I don't know yeah I don't know why he would... If he gets a security detail at home, why wouldn't he have one at this funeral? I don't know. And the answer is so that we can have this fight scene. Yes. And also, why is this funeral in an open-air church by the Uh beach? Because it fucks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they they make a big case of, like, oh, we had to, like, explain why the daughter isn't coming. Right. She still shows up, but... Yeah. Also... I feel like that's totally normal. She's like, yeah, your daughter doesn't know who this dude is. Yeah. Right. She's she's just going to go do her own thing. Yeah, right. she's just going to do this thing. Like, this is a work event. You don't usually bring, like, 15-year-olds to your work events. Right. Even if your work event is a funeral. <laughs> I guess if you're going to be the next director of the FBI, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, not really. But yeah, after the funeral, the church clears out, and they have like a big Mexican standoff with everybody, and they just keep adding more people to it. Yeah. Uh, the sister's there, and she wants to get revenge for her brother getting shot. Right. Uh, and Nick Cage is like, really? I, I can't. I Just try not to shoot the face. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there, there's a whole big... Why is this so long? It's such a long action sequence. Why is this such a long action sequence? The boat scene is really unneeded. Yeah, I do the, like the when they drive the a boat through end... another boat, though. That, I... Okay, listen. Cool. But the movie demands that it must end after the daughter stabs the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really seems like the natural conclusion. Here's what surprised me about this climax. I assumed, surely, you have a plot twist that... There was a different guy pulling a face off this whole time. What? Like someone else. Oh, no, I'm not this guy. I also did my face switched. Oh. No. No. <laughs> I never what? again, Luke. <laughs> this is Luke's powerful brain. I'm sick. You have to be nice to me. We don't. <laughs> I just said your brain's powerful. <laughs> We're being nice by being mean to you. Uh-huh. I'm not even being mean! <laughs> I'm being mean. You know, much like the hit movie Gemini Man, when it turns out there's another clone at the end. Spoilers. Alright. Uh, 
you know what? No, no one's going to watch spoil- Gemini Man. I am, spo- I am comfortable spoiling Gemini Man. <laughs> no one's watching Gemini Man. Uh, I watched it. It was pretty good. John Vol- Crystal, you were here watched, alone. You were the intended audience. It was you. Yeah. And Crystal. And Crystal. <laughs> uh, I, I love John Travolta walking in, going, isn't this religious? Scri- uh, striking a cross pose, and then like a boom, as it uh, match cuts with a picture of a, you know, a sculpture of Jesus on the cross. Yeah, just in case you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you understand this yet. John Woo knows filmmakers who use subtext and they're yeah, all uh-huh. cowards. This is where we get all the doves and pigeons. Yep. Uh, the, you know, the John Woo trademark. Uh, the daughter gets pulled in. Wait, do we call them pigeons? Did I hear pigeons? <laughs> Did you say pigeons? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is a pigeon but a dove that's had its face off? No, there's there's doves here in the church, and then there are pigeons later on. Oh, okay. I, is he known for pigeons? I've never heard anybody talk about pigeons with John Woo. Doves is what he likes, but he will take pigeons in a pinch. Okay. In a pinch. Yeah. He just in likes pitch, birds yeah. flying as guns are shooting. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? But he really likes it. Yeah. Do you think he really liked that? He like he watches that Randy Johnson clip. And he's like, "Fuck, <laughs> God, that's so good." The pigeon, the the doves never get hurt in his videos, so I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to say, but he does put them in direct danger. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, they shoot everyone. Uh, yeah. Big boat know, chase. Yeah, boat chase. It is cool when they do a boat, but I would just put it in another movie, my guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you already listen. We're out of time here. Uh huh. And then uh, they like both crash and keep fighting. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like funny, just like on a like, oh, this is still going. Right. You're saying it's funny on a Family Guy Peter fighting the chicken level. I was trying not to say that, but yes. Uh huh. Yeah. I knew what you were fucking thinking. You can't yeah. hide from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to choose violence today? I can choose violence too. Yeah. Motherfucker. Uh. It ends with, yeah, Castro Troy John Travolta cutting his face, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna ruin your face so you can only ever wear mine. Yeah. And it's like, uh, well, sir, you forgot that they, like, also magically fixed all the scars. Uh-huh. Yeah, then we This is really kind of a non-issue. But yeah, like, it's played as an issue for a bit, and then it's like, oh, right, no, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he I, shoots yeah. him with a harpoon gun. Uh-huh. He does shoot him with a harpoon. That part's sick. Yep. Duh uh, end. Duh end. And then uh, John Travolta walks up to his house, and the the daughter's normal now. She's no longer a goth. Right. We fixed her. We fixed her. She's going to need so much therapy, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he introduces, hey, I got a new boy. Yeah, hey, I brought home this other guy's kid. I hope you don't mind. I got us a new boy since we broke the last one. Well, the last one, it got broken independently. <laughs> sure. I killed the guy who killed our kid, so I stole his son. It's such a wild move. It's so... How are you going to explain this to that kid? <laughs> oh, you're not In, like, at 12 all. years. No. Yeah. It's face so off fucking two. weird. <laughs> face off two, face on. Yeah. 
Yeah, it turns out that uh, Michael actually lived and is now a terrorist. Right, uh huh. Right, and then he's got to swap faces. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the other kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Castor Troy's son. Uh huh. Right, which f- works out fine because they both look exactly the same. <laughs> they look exactly <laughs> the same, and it works out. Yeah, yeah. It's just such like a weird like. All right, time to like wrap up all the endings. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because he also like uh, gets the he was keeping the scar that he had from the bullet wound with them right. at all times because it was so important and now he's like nah I, I got over you can it take I got off. a just, new just kid I got a new boy it's fine I healed my trauma by harpoon gunning the original guy <laughs> I'm over it yeah and then everything's perfect uh huh duh end duh end duh end they, they, uh, the daughter does the face thing with the little kid and it's bad uh-huh. yeah I hated to see it <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's not good. Don't do that. Oh yeah, at least it sucks when John Travolta does it, but he does it with like confidence. He knows what he's doing. Yes, he's the yeah. only one who knows what he's doing. Yes, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing when she tries to do it. How could you? How could you? It's so funny that that's how the wife realizes it's actually him. Is when he touches her face like that. Who the fuck else would do that? And she's like, "Oh my god, it is you." Yeah, no, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Do you think that, like, after a week, she's like, babe, are you okay? You haven't touched my face even one time. <laughs> Again, yeah, this this would eventually just broken down independently, because... Yeah. Because you can't do that. <laughs> it's not a thing that would happen. Yeah. So we agree. Nick K., uh, you know, Sean Archer should have just stayed in magnet jail, and uh, John Travolta, you know, Caster Troy would have been, like done a better job than him for a couple weeks before getting caught and dealt with, and everyone would have been happier. Everyone would have been happier, yeah, pretty much. Sure. (laughs) 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 Ashley hates this. She hates us right now, I feel like. (laughs) No, I... I I am playing it up for the bit. I see. Uh, Listen, there are things on this podcast that I've hated. And I am yeah. more open about them. <laughs> like National Treasure 2. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is, is there a bit we've done that has pissed you off legitimately? Uh, not that I can, like, think right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if it was, I would just be like, all right, I'll just be so quick, like, silent about this, and then they will stop. <laughs> right, right. Uh, do you guys want questions? Sure. Yeah. Uh, from Atwitsuraru, what would be the phrase someone had to repeat to match their voice to yours? Like, I would eat a peach for hours. Interesting. Mm. Um, it would just be me going, girls. Uh-huh, yeah. Girls. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh-huh. makes sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. God, I don't, I don't have any funny phrases. Yeah. It'd just be me explaining why shiny Gengar should be the default color of Gengar. Okay, yeah. Because that's the color he was in Gen 1, and then they made him more purple. I liked him when he was more of a dark, like, grape. Sure, man. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it matters to me. I don't... I believe that. I don't that. think I know the difference. <laughs> they, if, maybe if I saw it, it, I would agree with you, but I don't off the top To be fair, head. they have softened it over the years, but at one point... Default, like, Gengar was, like, purple-purple, and now, you know, yeah. originally he was more of, like, a shadowy purple. I, I see, liked I that see, better for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. He's a ghost. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly. Uh, for Matt Bodega Batty, if you could force any two famous people or people in general to swap faces, who would it be? Oh, interesting. Any two people. I uh, Now, I have SARS-CoV-2, also known as the COVID-19 novel coronavirus. Novel coronavirus, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a fever. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh-huh. But I closed my eyes and considered the question, and the first two celebrity names my brain spit out were uh, Keanu Reeves and Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> Hmm. I definitely like Keanu Reeves was like the first person I thought of, but I, I uh-huh. couldn't get a second one. Yeah, a different guy. I'm trying to think of the most entertaining guys. Uh huh. George Clooney. George Clooney would be bad. No, I, I'm pretty I, good. I feel like you could do like there. There's impressions you can do. Yeah. Hear me out. Yes. William H Macy. Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. Ooh, that's fun. William H. Macy and Steve Buscemi. (laughs) (laughs) Reuniting from Fargo. From Fargo. Yeah. For one last face-off. For one. (laughs) Uh, Christoph Waltz and William Dafoe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even even Steve Buscemi, William Dafoe. Yeah. That one, too. Yeah. uh Also That one just makes sense to me. Yeah. I just really wanted to throw Will Defoe into the ring on that one. Yeah, Will yeah, Defoe yeah. and Christopher Walken. Ooh. Ooh. I was thinking Chris Walken and John Voight, but that's just kind of my bit about who should be Nick Cage's dad from <laughs> National Treasure. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to yeah. do that. But now that, we, now that we're here, I also was thinking that one. I also... The, the, sorry to rewind to the actual movie... When he's coming in for the final scene, you see like him in profile coming up the sidewalk. Part of me really wanted him to turn around. He had a two face situation going on where he was still Nick Cage on one side. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, he, I'm changing back slowly. <laughs> he just looks like the poster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you know what the poster means. Uh, oh, God. From at Oily Whisper sixty eight. Uh, do you think he's dead? They don't show him carrying off. Uh, they don't show him carrying off on a gurney with a little spear making a tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he got him. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in saying he got him. Right. John Cena would announce that he's been compromised to a permanent end. Yes. <laughs> uh, from Sunshine Moon RX, uh, roughly what proportion of films would be improved by inserting a one character's face swap with Nick Cage's subplot? <laughs> I feel like not that honestly not that many yeah a knives outward that's the ending <laughs> is that no. I don't, ah I don't know if Nick Cage works in knives out no, no I don't no, think definitely so. not I think that's the wrong flavor yeah yeah um from at Gatsby Lowe you're given a chance to replace the doves in every John Wood film with another animal of your choosing what oh. is it, why, oh. and how could you convince John Woo? <laughs> I see. Squirrels. I don't know John Woo that well, so I don't know what arguments would work on him. Squirrels immediately. Oh, sure. They're funny little guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get flying squirrels if you wanted to, John. Uh, frogs. <laughs> just Ooh. all them leap away. Yeah, just yeah. Just bounce it, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think mine is, answer is pretty close to the squirrels, which is raccoons. Yeah, okay, okay. We are all thinking in the same, like, ballpark size-wise. What if we went for, like, zebras? 
Ooh, okay. See now, but hear me out. I ha- I have one here. Um, flamingos. Now Ooh, we're talking. That's a good one. <laughs> See, so, I think we found it. I also. Uh, what if we go? You know. Uh, the you know birds of the air. What if we go opposite? Uh-huh. Birds of the ground. <laughs> birds of the Ostriches. ocean. Oh. Oh. Flying fish. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the flying fish are the birds of the ocean. That's so true. That is so true. <laughs> just every time someone, like, starts shooting, just all of a sudden, like, just, like, fi- like salmon start, like, jumping up. <laughs> the fucking cheap cheeps in a Mario level? <laughs> God. <laughs> like, you know, they, they never show them where they're coming from. They just, like, right, John, yeah. why do you have so many movies where one guy walks across a pool that has a one single plank across it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just cool. Like, well, he's right. <laughs> okay, but what about instead of flying fish, you just get piranhas? Ooh, sure. And then it's still kind of dangerous. Right, right. Uh, last question from at Sirius Tiberius: If you had to remake this movie in twenty twenty three with only MCU actors, who would you cast? I think Chris Evans is John Travolta is a given. Yeah, that's. I e- think that's yeah. this is the easy mode version. Yeah. yeah. Now the Nick Cage role, I'm less sure about. Uh, hmm. Loki, Tom Hiddleston, is that the guy's Tom name? Tom Hiddleston, okay. That, I could maybe see that. Yeah, that now, could work. what if you face-swapped Tom Hiddleston with, uh, what's, what's his name with the crazy last name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, sure. Okay, he, yeah, I can see that. He's an MCU guy now. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, for Chris Evans, I feel like he could, like, play the... You know, the good guy and the bad guy really well. Right. I think he has Travolta energy. He's, like, a, like, preternaturally handsome man. He's got kind of a natural charisma to him, but he can also play slimy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tom Hiddleston's a good choice. Yeah. See, I I was thinking that, but I was like, well, that's just that one scene from Thor 2. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a good scene, though. I mean, it is it's the, good the only good movie. scene in that movie. Yeah, a visually fine scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That's it. Okay, great. Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet if you want to be found? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer, at least for the time being. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as uh, I recently hosted a bonus episode of Teenagers of Attitude because it was the holidays, and that meant we had to talk about a shitty kids movie from the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, and this year we went with Frankie Muniz's Big Fat Liar with Paul Giamatti. How did that go? It was, it was fun. Alright. Like, bad movie, but less bad than I was expecting it to be, you know? That's fair. I was expecting you to say Agent Cody Banks, despite knowing that it was not that. Yeah, that one's like, I think, after my time of watching kids' movies. I... Yeah. I definitely watched that movie. I remember the ending involves nanobites eating someone's face. That is all correct. right. It's uh, like I remember Max Keeble's big move being a movie I was excited to see, and then it coming out and me like I don't need to see it actually. And I feel like explicitly kids marketed movies just died for me at that. That's moment. what happened. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, yeah, that was the moment. I never got to see Max Keeble's big move. It's okay. Probably wasn't that good because I don't remember it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, I'm moving away, so I can just be a piece of shit, and then whoops a doodle, I'm not actually moving. Okay, that's pretty funny, though. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a film entirely about fucking around and finding out. Yeah, 100%. He's just like, well, I'm not gonna be here by the end of the school year, so I can basically just burn this school to the ground. 
All right. I mean, not literally, but you know. Oh. I did think you meant literally. It's a children's movie, Molly. <laughs> yeah, but a kid would try and light a school on fire. Yeah, but an adult's not going to make a children's movie about a child lighting a school on fire. They would what if the, they're why cool. Not? Especially not in <laughs> not post Columbine. I guess I didn't. It doesn't have to be while there's kids in the school. I'm just saying, in much the same way that 9/11 robbed us of uh, cool action set pieces of airplanes crashing into buildings. I don't think you're getting any damage to a school in like a high scale way these days. That now that's not true. What are you thinking of? I feel I don't have a specific example, but I feel like we're at the point where it's normal now. That you, you might be right. Yeah. In the 2000s, though, definitely not. We all still have to pretend like 9-11's a big deal. Right. Uh, it's... It just reminds me of, like, the Calvin and Hobbes thing where he fantasizes about blowing up his uh, school with a fighter jet. And how I can't her. tell if this conversation is bug shit bonkers or if my fever is just making it hard for me to follow. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh... And how that was actually, like, a a big controversy at the time. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I could see... It probably still is somewhat of a... <laughs> right. Anyway, more importantly, you can also follow uh, the show Idol on Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast, IGM2 campaigns. Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska. They release episodes on alternating weeks. They're about mystery-solving teens in the 70s and the 90s. That's so true. Ska 7 is up when you That's hear this. That's true. On the, pa- on the Patreon. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck, I gotta edit this weekend shit. Yeah, you do have to. to uh, it's not that. It's not a lot, fortunately. Okay. Luckily, lucky me. I, I did most of the work on that one that's, already. That's, that's valid. Um, oh, I forgot to mention I watched you Poirot instead of Columbo. I got really into Poirot. Uh-huh. That's all. The okay. end of, of that sentence. Ashley... Great. Uh, you can find me at uh, Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find me at Yuri on Co-host, which I need to post on more. Uh, and you can also find me yeah. at Patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking Give money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on everything at your friend Molly with white E-R. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com and you made it on ComSecondBestGame.club. Um, like I said before, that New Vegas DLC episode is out. Uh, it's cool. You should listen to it and talk about it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that is it. Actually, get aside. Do you have anything for our for our closing bit here? Uh, until next time. Die, die. Oh, uh, and we'll see you next week with the first episode of Columbo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for my wife, she loves that reprise show. That's right. Where you my watch wife, Columbo? She loves that reprise show. My wife. She loves that. You tell me another and I'll rescue myself. That is a promise. Miss Rose, sister. Of course. Another plan. What do you say we cut the chit chat? A hole.